Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, love. Well, cheers to you. Happy first day of March. We made it. We made it. You know, I don't know when Groundhog Day is. I think it's in February, but I heard that he saw his shadow. So it was like six more weeks of winter is what I'd heard. But that was sometime in February. And speaking of groundhogs, isn't those little thingies in our yard? Oh, no, those are moles. Maybe groundhogs. They're leaving the huge, huge, like, dirt hills everywhere. It's terrible. It's yeah. ruining our entire yard. Yeah. I mean, we ha- we live in the woods, so I don't really care. But imagine, like, if you had a golf course or a very manicured field yard, like, that just, would be... We need to put, blow them up. Like, just stick something in the hole and <laughs> blow those babies up. <laughs> Remember where you live, Seattle. Well, that's, like, that's like killing a human. I think we need to blow up the large rats. <laughs> I mean, essentially, it's what it is. It's You've a furry little rat. So many animal-loving Seattleites, babe. That's okay because I, I have a sweet spot for puppies. For a little puppies, um, it is coyote mating season. We were informed by some kind of post or something, and so we're being careful of Capone, our dog. They're alive and well out here. Oh, you hear them? It's a and little so scary. I have. We have this big bell outside on our one of our patios, so we ring it. Every time he goes out in the morning or night so he doesn't get eaten. Because honestly, I don't care too too much if he gets eaten. But man, that would be devastating for our family. That would be traumatic. <laughs> oh man, that would be traumatic for you guys. No, you, you see, I think of you, you and have, Serenity. You're such a tough guy. And even Judah. You you would just, you would be sad. If, if Capone died, You would your heart would be very sad. Well, yeah. I, I don't think honesty. Well, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, there would be a portion Please of me be 100% that'd be like, dude, honest. that sucks that, that that dog who's been in our house for seven years got eaten by a coyote, a much stronger um, animal in the food chain, you know, survival of the fittest, by the way. <laughs> but so there would be like a moment of me like, oh, that kind of sucks, man. Also, there'd be a part of me that's like, if you're going to go out, way to go out like a champ. Um, and then also, but <laughs> the, my, the majority of my sadness would be based on like, you guys would be absolutely devastated. devastated. We actually had a friend who they lost their puppy, uh, not a puppy, it was just a smaller dog, 10 pounds, to a coyote. Well, so they think. It just yeah. disappeared one night. That's what happens, babe. Coyotes. That's, or the dog could have ran away and someone, you know, it ran to a home and they rescued it and they're taking care of it and it's it's alive and well. And let's just believe those stories. Well, I think it was a charcuterie board for a coyote. Okay. <laughs> well, Here's the thing. Our dog would run to a coyote. Do you even know what charcuterie is? <laughs> no. If our <laughs> dog saw a coyote, it would run to it. It'd be like, hey, friend. It'd be like, go running to it. I and, don't think so. He has a real good sense of like... Puppies. He runs up to like fear. Dobermans and, and yeah, but he kind of keeps his distance. And then, the, and then the poodle breed, he he right away just is like friendly. No, he barks at him and like gets in their face. And a coyote won't uh, like uh, the yeah, the Dobermans that are trained at the park and the German shepherds. They kind of look at him like, dude, you're annoying. They're domesticated. A coyote would li- it's like DoorDash for a coyote. He's like, you're coming to me. Like this is you're DoorDashing it. Uh, you know, it's lunch. DoorDash. I just was thinking, Capone has learned new things, and and he's eight years old, so I think there's hope for all of us. He learned to fetch. Yes, our dog has not ever learned to fetch. He he will go run after the the ball, and, and then ball. he goes running with the ball. He doesn't ever come back with the ball. Right. But this week, Caleb taught him how to fetch. Straight up taught I mean, him so how to fetch. After eight years, there's hope for all of he us. He literally goes and gets the ball a thousand times, brings it right back, and drops it at your feet. Uh, unbelievable. I actually couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. Caleb, Caleb for the win. And we have tried and tried and tried with this pup. Like, 
He just like is overly excited about the dog, the dog, the the ball in his mouth. He just never comes back. With I don't it. know that we've tried and tried and tried. Like mm. you tried once, and we're like, he's stupid. He won't do it. <laughs> That's me. I'm like, he's dumb. No, kids, he never comes back. Each one of the kids have have taken their turn trying to get, to get that dog to fetch. So so props to Caleb, truly. Um, well, I hope you're enjoying the first day of March. It is, man. I saw a post somewhere that says pretty soon, like in seven days, we'll have. 6 a.m. sunrises and we'll have 7 p.m. Oh. in like two weeks we'll have 7 p.m. sunsets so dude oh god oh if you don't live in seattle you do not feel our pain all of our friends <laughs> in other states we love you even other countries god bless you but it is god bless you these months are we know it and we prepare ourselves for it but it's nice that they're coming it's they're coming coming to an end although it's been snowing off and on around here lately mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 um it's just kind of like messing with us. It's like, it's going to snow. And then it just doesn't. And then it does a little bit and then it goes away. It's, it's It just either needs to be a full-on snowstorm or just never come come again. That's exactly how I feel. Like never blizzard it, blizzard it up. Let's just let's just do this. Let's just hibernate and do the do the mountain thing. Or, or just go away. Go man. away. Sunshine come forever. Yes. Yes. But I want to say, we've had some really great days of sunshine, and I don't remember having those days like during these this yeah. season. So so we can't we gotta be grateful. Like moments of light and hope in a I'm dark, grateful. dark world. Yeah. We've had glimmers. Speaking of grateful, I'm really grateful of you for you and your deep V right now. Stop it, man. You say that every time. Well, this time you have it, and I'm sitting very close to you. So we're cuddled up. Oh yeah! If the audio sounds off, uh, Vic the sound chick is currently traveling the Living United States. She's, she's in the DC she's area. Lil Ren had to work her other job this morning, so this is Jen and I on location. We're in between. We're in between locations, so we're we're recording from an indisclosed location right now. Are we now, darling? Yes, we are, love. Oh. And you are sitting very, very close. I like it a lot. <laughs> um. So. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I am shocked, man. We are are we five years in or four years in? No, I think it, we're going on five. It's kind of crazy to think of how many episodes we've done every single week for the last four plus years. So those okay. of you who listen, thanks for thanks and for listening. I, I'm man. super excited because next next week we're next bringing week. on one of my favorite yes. people, uh, Molly Jensen's coming on the podcast. Our favorite and friend and counselor. Right, we've tried to get her to come, and she's quite a busy lady. She's busy, man. She's a busy lady. She's busy. She's a busy lady. She's been on the podcast once. It was during COVID, and we did that over, like, um, we did it through phone. But this will be live and in person. We're, this will, this will be the first so. time we've had. Yeah, isn't that? Oh, uh, that's oh, the goal. Maybe not. Either way. We're th- yeah, I think that's what we had thought about, but it might not work out. But either way, she's going to be on. She's going to be on. We're going to be interviewing Molly, and we've got some really great questions for her. So any of you who have listened before, we reference Molly often. She's helped us a ton in life, and she's just one of those just beautiful women who's a sage and you need you need people like that in your life and also she's more than that to jen and i we just really consider her and her husband dave friends and um certainly have encouraged us and been like the voice of wisdom for us in so many areas and so super cool to have her so many and so many listeners now uh Mm -hmm. see her on a regular and i've just so many encouraging things i hear all the time so i'm i'm thrilled so that's a little peek sneak peek a little crazy got some crazy questions with molly (laughs) she's she's profound man no matter what we ask we gotta we gotta throw her a few uh curveballs we'll have some fun yeah (laughs) but also i mean yeah it's gonna be it's honestly last time we played it it was one of the most listened to podcasts she's just she's an expert in her field and you Mm -hmm. love to hear an expert talk and she's so relatable and down to earth Mm -hmm. and authentic so 
Tune in next Speaking week. Speaking of bringing on mm. guests, I think we should uh, we should bring on some more guests. Like, just think of some. some you new, say that every time. Some friends, some sages, other people in our world. We should kind of, you know, there's in, a, in there, the new year. There's uh, a lack of sages in society that is today. A true, so, that's the truth. But we got one. Are you going to be a sage when you're in your seventies? I hope so, man. I feel like you go one way or the other. I feel uh, like when you true. hit your seventies, you either go senior citizen, and I'm not knocking senior citizens. Love you. Um, and <laughs> I love the fact I love the fact that you little, get the discount. Just a little knocking. I'm looking forward to that breakfast discount. <laughs> I'm gonna be nailing that. Yeah, you um, are. But you either go senior citizen, which means you kind of get stuck in your ways, very closed minded, sometimes cranky. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do, or you go sage, where you just kind of like you get better with age. You age like a glass of like a like a bottle of wine or a fine cigar. You just mm. I don't. Does cheese get better with age? It gets moldier. Well, <laughs> um, no. That's but, a thing. But, you know, like you just, you learn from life. You've learned to still adapt. And so we've certainly had people in our life for sure that are sages. And it's a beautiful thing. So I hope, I hope when I hit my 70s, when you hit your 70s, that we, we lean more towards the sage side. It doesn't mean like you're the smartest person in the room. You just, you've allowed your experiences to keep you open-minded. And also and you it's offer like, that. you don't, you have a lot of wisdom and knowledge, right? When you're, you become that sage but you don't have to like tell everybody you know everything right you're not the i know guy at 80 it's just this this air about the person who's a sage that's just when when they're asked they have so much to offer right or even then when they do offer the timing is always spot on i just yeah, want well, to be that kind of person yeah, well, oftentimes a sage has nothing to prove mm. like they're kind of content with where they are but they're super helpful and open but they're not out there like hey listen to what i have to say listen to what i have to say but if you offer some but if you ask you know, they're they're not like, oh, I won't share it with you. Because right. that to me they're is a senior citizen. Like, yeah, I have all this knowledge and wisdom and experience, but I'm not sharing it with you. You're not worthy. Like, okay, you senior citizen to dub. And I, I don't want to say that because I don't, senior citizen isn't a bad thing. It's just a different way of saying either you go super like closed-minded, stuck mm-hmm. in your ways, stubborn. Maybe you should be stubborn or sage. Mm-hmm. Or you go sage and you just kind of like are very like, you help the people behind you instead of resenting the people. Maybe that's a big thing. Uh-huh. And maybe it's not just in your 70s. Maybe as we get older, instead of resenting the generations that are younger than us, like, dude, they don't even know, and they never, they weren't there. <laughs> instead of being that person, like, help them along, man. You know, and appreciate. There's compassion and understanding, and also, also a sage will speak up. Like, that's what I appreciate about people who are sages. Like, they're going to. They're going to speak up when the timing is right. And that's that's definitely like Molly. Obviously, we put ourselves in a situation where we're like, please, please speak in our lives. But she spoke into and spoke up about things in our lives. That helped us so we much. We asked, but yeah. Um, Beautiful thing. And then you, um, yeah, okay, yeah. I forget what you said, but yeah, well done. <laughs> did you lose your train of thought? Well, you cut me off, but it's cool. Oh, I, I cut you off? Yeah. I, I don't think I actually did. I was just talking and, and dialoguing. No, you did, but I deserve it. You do deserve it. <laughs> I deserve it. I was going to say it, but you said it first. No, I know. It's true. You have a, you have a special grace to just <laughs> get in there. Get in there real quick and say something. I know. So thank you. I, I actually don't mind it. I, oh, I, man. You re- <laughs> so you re- you're doing it right now. Well, I'm not cutting you off. You cut me off. Don't, don't put your hand over don't put your hand over my mouth. <laughs> but like, we don't have that kind of relationship. You don't, you don't sush me. I didn't you. I don't sush you. You don't sush me. I'm kissing you. Yeah, okay. you're making up because well, you put she. If you could see on the video that Netflix is showing, she put her hand <laughs> over my mouth, and that is a big no-no. Jen, stop. 
Stop putting your you hands know, like in my mouth. Your baby, la, 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 la. That's what I'm trying to get you to do. That's cool if you want to do it to yourself. You can't do it to me. <laughs> okay. One on one um, marriage. That's so funny. Advice? Okay. Okay, I have a, here's our topic for today. What do we get into? Um, what do we get into? Let's keep it short and sweet. Let's keep it short let's and sweet. Let's let this be just a just nugget a sport, of joy. Just a sport of tea. <laughs> Um, uh, we went to a new restaurant last night with Lil Ren and oh, let's not name. I won't names, name it. What if they? It's it's like a steakhouse in the area. Steakish. We don't recommend it. Man, I just, it's just there's it just it looks so cool walking. Can we in. recommend some that we love? Right, recently we were very much loving Pomegranate's Bistro in yes. Redmond. If you haven't been there, breakfast, lunch, that's or one of dinner. my favorite breakfast and actually lunch and dinner spaces now. I love it, lunch and dinner, because you can still get breakfast if you want, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a little pricier, but it's really solid. It's delicious. They got a great burger. You took me to Carmine's um, for, for, Valentine's for Valentine's Day. Day. And what I love is, you know, it's kind of got a, it's kind of got an air about it. So I'm not totally into the, the culture, but I will say this. It attracts look, the pretentious. I will say this though. If you sit in the bar, obviously there's a bar bar and, but they have, you know, tables. nice tables. It's a completely different vibe. It's kind of more my style, but I feel like I'm in Italy. I feel like I'm in Paris when I'm in there. So I just mm-hmm. love that. Also, no, let me finish. Let me, down, I want to say on but that. Wait, hands down though, the best meal I've ever had there. Like uh, probably ever, oh, I've yeah. had all year, and that's, that's the thing. Date. Carmine's it's Italian. It's in Bellevue, downtown Bellevue, old Bellevue. If you live in the area, it's very pricey. I'll, I'll just say that, but it's a one time where you pay a lot of money for food. But that food is like just a cut above the rest, man. It is so good, and you got mm-hmm. this chicken, and we don't have to go into all, but it was, it was ridiculous. Their their mozzarella and tomato caprese is just like, like honestly, I think they said at one point like it's flown in every week from. Italy, their cheeses, (laughs) and I I believe it based on the prices. But man, it was awesome. So that was our Valentine's kind of like our 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 after the fact Valentine's, and that was awesome. I took Seren the day before Valentine's to Salty's, which is our first time ever. Salty's on Alki Beach. It's a seafood restaurant right on the water. Little did I know, Mister and I went on a date there. It had the best view View. of the Seattle um, skyline. Skyline that from the water that I have ever seen from a restaurant ever and it's our first time going so we loved it it's that I haven't was been, awesome but then even Ariel and Caleb went a couple oh, nights oh yeah later they went too yeah their date so um, you yeah. were such a good dad took her took her to to dinner, got her flowers. Well, whether it makes me a good dad or not, it's like I love my daughter. So she I was mean, super excited. I was to super spend excited. Time with you, it was fun. We had a lot of good time. We we had good talks. We always do. So those are some of our favorite places right now for food: Salties, Carmines, Pomegranate Bistro. If you want to keep it chill, what's a what's a chill? Okay, place? a new place. I I I've been in it, and I hear such great things. If you want something sweet, treat a little sweet treat. Go to Nana's Green Tea in Bellevue. Oh yeah, you helped kind of do some of the decor. So they have like all kinds of matcha, but then they have like soft serve desserts that are like like ice cream, delicious. Yeah, and they mix it with different uh, sweets. It okay. So I was there. There was a line out the door by ten a.m. Um, and they're like, I think they're open from like 10 to like nine. And so when I was in there as well, they had to close one day and I wanted to do an installation for them. Um, there's also another huge line. So it's a delicious restaurant to check awesome, out. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> a lot of words to say. Go to Nana's green tea, green tea. 
Yes. Yeah, okay. Here's one last thing, then we'll get into our topic. Did you just say a lot of words to say? Well, I just feel like you're giving, like, you know when sometimes people give unnecessary, you don't typically do that, but they give unnecessary details. You think I'm giving unnecessary details. On that, on that. I think that's rude. On that specific instance. I think you're, I think you talk too fast. Well, I think that was rude to the listeners. I think sometimes you talk too fast. That might be true. Are we having a fight on the podcast? This is diverting. So. When Molly comes on next week, we're going to talk about how you just diverted. I did divert back to what you just said. I called you out on what you said. Own what you did. (laughs) I'm. No, that's not okay. Molly, help. Okay. God knew I needed to be a strong woman for you. Okay, one of the best burgers we <laughs> have had. just going to move right along. You just want to keep talking about yeah, it? It's getting boring already. No, it's not. One it's of the best, good content. One of the best burgers that I have had in a long time. That would be in my top five for sure. It only happens on Sunday nights from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. They call it burger night. It's at Deiru Market. Delicious. Okay, and I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Deiru Market. One of the reasons, it's very good food. Shout out Jen, to you Igor and Tatiana for taking us. Okay, our friends, you love it. And so do they. They support it like every night of the week. I think it's a little overpriced, but it is good food. Yeah, yeah. But I will say this. Their burger was only $16. Yeah, that yeah, unbelievably. And it is I mean, a- Five Guys is $16. Yeah, pretty close. It's solid burger. Like When I say solid More burger, than like, solid. really good. And- Here's the thing that Jen doesn't understand. She has never had a Big Mac from McDonald's. Okay, this, ever. this is this Just is not understand okay. it though. This is not okay. The sauce on this burger that mm-hmm. you love disagree is very close to Big Mac secret sauce. I'm telling you, as a professional eater, I haven't eaten a Big Mac in probably <laughs> ten years. Professional eater. Well, ten years ago, I used to eat those bad boys on a regular, and I'm telling you, and I love it too. But I'm telling you, it's very very it's close because it's a it's a mayo mustard. I can tell it with mm. a little bit of a zest. That and is the fact that you're that's the big Mac a gourmet sauce. a gourmet restaurant comparing it to to McDonald's. It's way better insult. than a Big Mac, but you don't know it is very close to the secret sauce. You would actually enjoy a Big Mac. <laughs> Maybe the sauce. I yeah. need to taste the sauce. Yeah. Anyways, it was a delicious. Okay, let's get into this. Let's just let's for the for the next fifteen minutes at the most. Okay. okay. Um, what have you learned already? <laughs> it's March first. We are exactly two months two into twenty twenty three. What have you learned already in 23? Now I'm not 60? talking about what has been a what has been a holdover from 2022, Thanks. but is it, is there anything in 2023 that might help the listeners that you've learned already? 90 days. Um in 23. Okay, I'm going to tell you I'll go first, okay? Here's one thing I have learned in 2023 already that difficulty can be good for you. Now, no, hold on. I know you're like, oh, no, you already knew that. You talked about it. No, no, but listen for a sec. We recently, my son and I and Serenity, we did this thing called a cold plunge. And I, and I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's- um, Sure, the listeners have heard of it. Of course, a cold plunge. So we wake up in the morning. We've done it two mornings in a row. Where uh, The goal is to do it every day this week. I had a friend, shout out to Joel, who told me that he's been doing this for about four or five months and he does it for 15 minutes in the morning. Mm-mm. He said it is one of the most exhilarating things he does. But we go out, first thing we do, wake up, I take a sip of coffee and we go out into cold water that's about 39 degrees. And this morning it was 29 degrees outside and we got in 39 degree water and you go, you completely submerge up to your neck and you sit in there. So we've been doing it for three minutes and it is the most insanely difficult thing in the morning. First of all, just the mental game to get into that water, just the mental game to keep going when you first put your foot in and you're like, oh my God, it's ice. But you go all the way in and you sit down and all you do is we breathe for like, you breathe in and out and you, the whole thing, the thought right now starting out, is like go for 30, 30 breaths. And they're like, like these deep breaths, right? Like control your breathing and you want to like hyperventilate panic. And then we get out we, we kind of air dry for a minute, two minutes, which is so hard because you're so cold and it's so cold outside. But we do that. We put our towel on and we stay outside and then we go in 
and we jump into a hot shower, right? And so, and you like, it's the extremes. And man, first of all, one of the harder things I've done mentally. <laughs> Secondly, like you feel so invigorated, so alive. Like I did it this morning. Um, Serenity did it this morning. Like you, it's like. I can't believe she They say is, it's a shot of dopamine. Is. Like you, like your body. And here's what I think is happening. And I don't know, I'm not a medical professional, but they say that like your body literally goes into like you're dying. Like you're dying. Like you're, you're freezing, you're going to go into hypothermia. And so it starts releasing this dopamine, this adrenaline to get you to come back. So when you get out three minutes later, and I have friends who are saying that for 10, 15 minutes, which I just, I do not understand that, but they've built up to it. When you get out and then you get warm again, like it is just this insane adrenaline rush, no drugs needed, you know, no medication Serious. necessary. And so I'm like, dude, I don't know. I might start doing this three or four times a week. This week we're doing it every morning just to kind of like throw ourselves in it. And it's been so, okay, here's the thing. Difficult things can be good for you. And I would say like, this is good. They say it builds your immune system, makes you mentally tough. It just like my day, I've had more energy the last two days than typical. And I don't have low energy. I have high energy, but man, I have had superhuman energy. Yeah. So difficult things can be good for you. One of the reasons I think is because when you go through something difficult, you're stronger on the other side, right? And so um, if you ever heard that saying, necessity is the mother of invention mm-hmm. or innovation, meaning like if you have a total necessity, it forces you to get creative, to innovate, to invent, right? I think desperation is the mother of action, meaning like if you're, if you're in a difficult season right now, you're desperate, that's difficult. You find yourself in a, in a very difficult causes you to move. Difficulty <clears throat> is the mother of action. It makes you yeah. move. Like it's like, dude, I I got no other choice. I got to do something, right? And so, um, so I I'm just realized that you know difficulty. I'm realizing again in 2023, it can actually be really really good for you. And the cold plunge was a good reminder. You know, you have a limp in life isn't always bad. And what I mean, like if you go through life with a limp means you've had some hard times, you've gone through it. It's not always bad. Like, yeah, it's a reminder of the pain you went through, but it also kind of like qualifies you to help other people. It also means that life hasn't been handed to us and we're stronger and we're better. So, I mean, there's ways to look at it for Mm -hmm. sure. And if you're going through a difficult time, maybe it's hard to hear that. But that's one thing new. I don't know if it's, I didn't learn it afresh, but I learned it again. It was a reminder. I relearned it. In the new year. I relearned it. Yeah. All right. Um, What about you? Okay, so I've learned something. I mean, we kind of knew this, but it's really been been a thing. A tone is the cause of 90% of all conflict. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, you now, sent me that quote the other day. So you said, I would say actually say it could be 98% of oh, all dear conflict. Lord. You said, okay, you sent me a quote that said 10% of all conflict is due to difference in perspective. Right, or difference mm-hmm. of opinion. A different 90% opinion. is due to the wrong tone. That's right. Um. Explain yourself. There's no explaining needed to be done. I mean, we all know it's amazing. Like even even how okay, your your tone is very strong. You're very manly, but it's amazing how even just the slightest change of intensity or just the aggression in your tone, it it'll make me right react or even feel defensive. And so it's like, but, but if you were just to be like, babe, okay, so what are you thinking again? And, and the tone changes, then I'm like, well, this is what I'm trying to say. Instead of you being frustrated, you know, or your tone is, uh-huh. is up here, um, it's everything. And I, I thought to myself, that, that honestly is the reason why we go back and forth or banter in a, in a conflict way. That's, that's, that's all of it right there, tone. 
It's so, Wouldn't you say for I us? I have to agree. No, for it, us with, personally? I like, would think with most people, man. Okay, think <laughs> about it. You wake up in the morning, your brother, your sister, your friend, your significant other, your spouse comes out and you say, like, let me just do a little tone test right here. They walk out and they're like, good morning. And you're like, good morning. Or you're like, good morning. Mm-hmm. Like that, all of a sudden, people are like everything okay? Like, yeah, everything's okay. It's like, dude, there was no, there was no problem, but you made a problem. And here's what I—that's what tone does. There wasn't a problem, but you turned it into a problem only because of, of tone. tone. I'll never forget. Um, I can't remember when it was. It's somewhere in our 26 years of marriage, and maybe you'll recall this. Um, you were like, and this probably happens pretty often, but there was one time for sure where like it was my day off. It was both of our days off, in fact, but sometimes on your day off, you kind of get busy. I mean, and, we got to do what we got to right, do. So you're, you're putzing around the house, you're cleaning, you're doing stuff. You want to do it. You mean I'm putzing? Tr- you mean cleaning? Yeah, whatever. That's kind of how you putz. <laughs> okay. I'm sitting on the couch just trying to like watch a show. I was like, you know what? I'm watching a movie, which is rare for us. Like I'm like, but you know what? I'm, I'm forcing myself to sure. sit here, watch a movie in the afternoon. I'm not going to do stuff. I could do stuff. There's always stuff to do, but I'm trying to take a legitimate day off. And you unknowingly, I'll give this to you, but unknowingly, you're kind of like, hey, babe, remember you said you were going to do that one thing? I'm like, yeah, babe, I'll do that. Um, but I'm not doing that today. It's my day off. <laughs> All women and can like, relate. Hey, babe, but remember that one time you said, honey, could you? And then because you're working, you're kind of giving me a to-do list. And you're not, and I don't think you're, you're not doing it in a bad way, but you're just, your mind's going. Totally. And I'm trying not to go. And so we're having this moment. And so- I remember distinctly getting up in the middle of that and I go to get myself a snack in the kitchen. And it's a it's a day off cheat snack. I'm not going for like the healthy Oh god. I'm going for a day off cheat snack and you I'm sure just like unknowingly kind of knowingly. break down how deficient my snack is <laughs> and you give me three other like more healthy options to which I turn around and I say and so here's the context and the tone. I go you're such a great mom. Now, saying you're such a great mom is a compliment in the right tone and right context, but there were no kids present. It was just you and me. And what I was saying is like, you're being a mom and a nag to me. And I go, you're such a great mom, right? And like, that is a perfect example. Like there was no problem. There was no problem. I created a problem with my tone and my context, and you were not you were not having it, right? Mm-mm. I remember once we even got in an argument. Like a but little... that even might have been a little deserved. That tone might have been a little deserved because I, you know, it might have been over a period of an hour of me like, babe, you, babe, you know, babe, and then then the food, babe. So, but even just the slight, you said the slightest thing. Well, we once got be... in a spat, like a little spat. It wasn't even really an argument. It was a spat. And I'll never forget. You turned and grabbed my shoulders in the middle of it. Like we had kind of oh, like, I remember this. And you like you like and you grab my shoulders and you look at me and you say, "Hey, babe, hey, babe, I love you. I'm sorry, and I love you." Like and you kind of took the high road, and I looked at you. Did and, I? Did I? Yeah, we've all been known to do it from time to time. <laughs> and I go, do you? my response to you doing that was, "Okay." <laughs> You're classic Huffman. <laughs> and, like immediately we were back to worse than where we were. Well, and it's like worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, excuse me? I'm like, yeah. You know, it's tone and context. It's like it's amazing how like, tone is tone matters. Can we, we just create say, problems out of nowhere? Yeah. Even the way we, we talk to our children or even people we love. So tone matters. The other thing for me that I've learned this year, and and I think I constantly relearn it every year, but is when God tells you to do something, just be obedient. And this is what I mean by this. Yeah, explain. Can, this is what I mean. Explain yourself. Um, there was, there's 
a decision that we made, and I felt like God said, "Hey, you know, do this, make make this decision." When you say God, can you explain that to people who are like not necessarily people of faith and like God spoke to you? Like, what does that look like to you? Like, kind of. There's a stirring in your heart, and there's a sense that you're supposed to do something towards someone or something, and so it was it was a situation like this again for for us, for me, and I. I right away my mind went to okay let me come up with a plan first before I do it. Mm-hmm. And then I walked away you know a couple minutes later thinking wait no I I'm just supposed to be obedient and do it and not worry about the plan. And it was it was and these are moments right not everything is going to be like this in life but there are moments in our life when we were compelled by God to do something, and we we hesitate because it's it could be a financial thing, could affect stuff, it could be whatever, and we want to plan or even kind of talk it through, strategize, maybe wait some time, and then maybe pull the trigger and do it, or maybe mm-hmm. take the step or the leap and go for it. it was Which in a lot moments. of ways, that's like that's wisdom to do that. Absolutely. But what you're talking about is when you clearly feel compelled by God. Um, it's an element to of do faith. something, and you know, for us, people are like, how do you know it's God? Well, first of all, we have peace mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense, which we both. I mean, did. confirmation. I went immediately over to you. I then said, we have confirmation, I think we're which to for do you this. and me is you and I. Yeah, like we both are like, yeah, we agree. So if I was like, no, babe, we wouldn't have done it. Or if you, if I say, hey, I feel like we should do this, and you're like, no, no, like we wait till we have at least confirmation between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So um, peace, and then obviously just the means to do it. Or I like it to say, so, open doors. It was so interesting too because I went my. My my immediate you know response was I'm going to just mention it to Billy see what he even thinks and your your response was also kind of like I think we should well my immediate response was like what when you said it and then <laughs> I turned and walked into a room because we were at another place and I literally in my heart was like oh that's we're gonna do this like and then we went home and the first reaction again was figure it out figure it figure out. out how could we and then we just looked at each other like you know what. We will. We won't do it if we keep thinking about it. Let's mm-hmm. just let's just do it, and we did. And here's the thing. So if you're if you're wondering if you've heard from God or if you should act on it, just look for these three things. And if you have these three things, just jump, man. Peace. Mm-hmm. That's supernatural, which you only get when you follow God and put your faith in God. Two, confirmation. So someone in your world that you trust. Um, it's not going to be everyone, but someone in your world that's like, yeah, man, this is this. You should do this. You should do this. You got to have at least one person that's saying that to you. Credible person. Sometimes a couple's not someone on Instagram, just like yeah, who don't even know, but like a real thing. And then three, the means to do it or an open door. You know, in church we used to say, you know, if it's God's will, it's God's bill. You know, or if God's told you to do it, God will make a way. And so that's actually really true. As cliche as some of those things might sound, so for us, we could do it. This, was it going to be challenging? Was it going to take faith? For sure. But we're like, let's just do it. And we did it. And man, I mean, it felt so good to do. And that's, I love that. I agree with you. Like, And it was a reminder just for do me. It. Yeah, it was such a reminder, again, that just do it. It's, it's Just a, do it. There's this gap. It's called faith. The mm-hmm. gap is in, there's nothing to fill it except for your faith. But once you you take that leap and you do what God's, you know, prompting you to do, it's amazing what's on the other side. And so I'm excited to see what's on the other side of this action of faith and the step of obedience. Just so do it. Yeah. I've learned, I mean, I've learned, I've learned that again in, in 2023. I almost said four, 2023. Yeah. And I hope we keep learning that. I hope we keep learning and relearning like the ability to step out, take risks, especially if, I mean, if you don't have God, then some of that's just super risky, risky stuff. But when you have faith in God, there is like a security blanket of knowing like, He's leading us and guiding us, which is super real for us. 
And so, and there is such a joy and a fulfillment the, and, and is, an expectation that, that comes from I it. I mean, like I, even yesterday is just thinking like, wow, like this is awesome. We were, we did this together. We, we walked in obedience and then, and had faith to do what God's supposed to do. And so if I can just say in, in this new year, just be obedient and do what God's telling you to do. Yeah. It's going to be a life changing. Well, that was fun. I hope that some of our sweet little, some of the new things that we've learned in 2023 in just two months have cast. encouraged you, inspired you, and I look forward to hearing about all the people who hit the cold plunge and how it does for you. Be careful out there now; you, it's dangerous. <laughs> you're literally telling your body that you're dying. Do you think I dying. could do it? Do you think I could do a cold plunge? Well, I think you could do anything. I don't think you That's would. That's a great response. No, no, I do, Jen. I'm not just saying that. You could do anything. I kind of want to dive in on one day. And you it, also I want to give it a go. You have zero. You're like your daughter. You guys have very little layers of fat on your body. Um, Caleb has a lot of muscle. I have a lot of blubber. <laughs> Did you say blubber? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's that big guy. I mean, I'm two fit. I'm two seventy plus. I was gonna say two fifty. Two fifty is the goal. I'm two seventy, two seventy five, and so I do a little better probably in cold like that. But it's freezing. I think you could. I just can't imagine that you would. I don't know if I could. I could. I could probably just get in and get out. I don't think I could sit there. That's there's no point in that. I mean, maybe uh, there is. Maybe there is. Do you have a timer? So we are only going. Yesterday we did two and a half minutes. Today we did two and a half minutes. Yeah, you time you do. We do thirty deep breaths, exhale and inhale. So um, I'm going to do it. The goal is to get up right now in the next month. The goal is probably to get up to five I'm gonna, minutes. I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. Two minutes. You are going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Oh well, uh, we have to get up at five a.m. Yeah, yeah, that won't work. I could do Thursday. Well, it might actually be better for you to do it in the afternoon. It's not going to be as cold. It might actually. I don't feel like that's not as fair. System. I want to do it. When no, it's I mean, like, I'm because tomorrow we're leaving at five a.m. I have to. I'm gonna do it in the afternoon. There's no other way. But okay, I'm doing I it every day. I, I would do it in the afternoon then. Well, cheers. Cheers. Hey, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk and uh, to all those cold plungers out there. We'll see you on the other side. Cheers, babe. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, and follow us on our new social media account at Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd share this podcast with someone you love. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.